Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser. So grateful that you've joined us on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. Once again, for more information, go to thehopeencounter.org. And once again, every Friday night, uh, on 1301 Brandon Road in Nicholasville, Kentucky. We have an encounter service. I want to see you there. Uh, I want you to be there, especially from this point moving forward all through Christmas because this is hurting season. Hurts don't yes. take a holiday. Yes. Uh, pain doesn't take a holiday. And an encounter is a place where hope can be found. And I want to encourage you, and uh, I want to see you. I want to give you a big hug. I want to pray for you. So just show up in encounter service. So all week, uh, this week on the Encounter Radio Show, I've had my good friend Larry Cochran on the radio show with us. He's with us today. Larry, why don't you say hello to our listeners? It's a joy to be here with you again, Bill. What a thrill it is to hear what God's doing around the earth and what he's doing here on earth today. We thank him. We bless the Lord and so grateful to be with you today. Well, we're just so grateful to have you, and uh, we've been talking about joy, prayer, Holy Spirit, revival, missions, uh, all the great things that God has done. And, uh, you know, before I got saved, I was such a narcissistic, prideful person. Uh, I used to love bragging about myself, but now I love bragging about Jesus and all, all that he's done in his life. I guess that's one of the reasons why God saved me in such a radical way. He knew I was so into talking about myself that once he saved me, I, w- I would talk about him. And I have no problem talking about him and all the great things that he's done in my life. And I always tell people I'm one satisfied customer when it comes to my relationship Amen. with Jesus Christ. And you're listening to another one and my good friend, Larry here. And we both believe in the power of prayer. We yes. both believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. We both believe, we just know, listen, we don't believe in just miracles. Mm-hmm. We depend on them. Yes. And uh, because we, we believe in the God of the impossible, that nothing is impossible for God. And we both have seen God do crazy yes. And, yes. and powerful things, all for his namesake, mm-hmm. whether it be yes. out on the mission field, whether it be in our lives personally. Uh, And so, Larry, I just want to say again, getting back Mm. to this thing called prayer, how has the power of prayer changed your life? And what have you you seen as far as God uh, just showing up and showing off when it comes to prayer? Boy, prayer is just such a powerful tool that God has given the body of Christ. And we find, uh, I do find, Bill, that there's great joy in praying together with the body. You know, it's like Jesus said, if any two here on earth agree on earth is touching anything, Whatever you ask in my name, I will do. So there's great power when we join together and pray together and believe. And certainly God is uh, one who responds to the prayer of faith. And that's one of the great joys of being on the mission field is seeing some of the miraculous ways that God wants to demonstrate and show off. And he's done that on many different occasions. And certainly in revivals in Peru and uh, Ecuador, Venezuela was one of the great uh, seasons of revival in my life back in the 1990s. Uh, but again, it's just the reality that there's such a, a hunger for prayer. It was Kali Columbia, I think it was, that uh, 65,000 people gathered together, Bill. They were praying over the uh, drug addiction problems of their city. They spent an all-night prayer meeting praising and worshiping God. And, and George Otis said outside the arena there were 1,500 people walking around crying out, let us in. You couldn't get into the stadium of 65,000 people. Amazing. Bill. 1,500 people walking around crying, let us in. He said, at my church on Sunday morning at 12 o'clock, they're shouting, let us out, let us out. But (laughs) in this time, God, Holy Spirit just moved upon Kali. All of a sudden, the drug cartels were broken down. There was a move of the Holy Spirit. There were no murders in the city for an entire weekend. Churches got turned upside down. I asked the pastor, I said, what do you do for discipling? She said, 
We have so many people coming to Christ, we hardly have time to know how to disciple. There's so many people coming to the Lord. Uh, when you get in those experiences, it just like blows your mind to see how God is working in such powerful ways. But it's been true in many other parts of the earth as well that many times the church in their destitution has nothing else but to pray. And they'll get on their faces before God and they pray and that's their tool. That's their plan. That's their program. And God through the Holy Spirit is moving across the face of the earth today in response to simple, childlike, humble, faithful praying, Bill. It's amazing what God's doing. So when someone hears the prayer of faith, um, you know, I've always said that faith is everything. Yes. It's impossible to please God without faith. Exactly. And at the end of our lives, many of us listening uh, believe that we're going to be judged on what we did or didn't do. But in essence, we're going to be judged on what we believed or didn't believe because what we believed or didn't believe determined what we did or didn't do. Uh, and And so... That prayer of faith, mm. just trusting God at his mm. word. Exactly. Why is that so important? And mm. even when the Bible says, when the elders will pray a prayer of faith over you and mm. you will be healed, will be healed. in James yeah. 5, 16. Yeah. yeah, there's just a sense, Bill, that you realize that God is a, a God who responds to simple childlike faith. Yes. You know, uh, I think that's things that always amazed me about Latin America. It's just that the prayer of faith is trusting in Jesus alone for your salvation it's trusting God that he's bigger than your problems, his grace is greater, and that you can trust him and believe him. Now, I believe in my heart today that sometimes one of the, the obstacles to prayer uh, can be unforgiveness or resentment or anger or hurt in your life that's not been confessed. And so it's important sometimes to recognize that we want to clear the pathway for the prayer of faith so that God can come and heal us. Now, you remember the story in Mark chapter 2 when the friends laid their friend down through the roof and uh, they wanted to bring him for healing. And Jesus said, son, your sins are forgiven. That's right. Now, what was going on here? Jesus, we, we come here to get healing. We didn't come here for forgiveness. But he needed forgiveness to get his healing. That's right. And it seems to me in a lot of ways today, that's what God's saying to the body of Christ. Let's come to Christ with an open arm and open hearts and allow the Holy Spirit to come in to cleanse us and to purify us, to take away all the hurt, pain, the resentment, or the offenses of our life and lay those down. Because, as Jesus said, if you do not forgive your brother from your heart, yes. neither can I forgive you from your heart. So you want to relate those offenses to God and say, Lord, I just lay these down at your feet today, and I trust you. And, Bill, I've seen that happen time and time again. It just opens the door for healing emotionally, physically, spiritually. People have come to their with their hearts just open to the Lord, and that simple childlike faith is just trusting in Jesus Christ alone, like you said. It's impossible to please God without faith. Well, Larry, I deal with a lot of broken people. Yes, you do. And, I, and I'm, I'm drawn to brokenness. And, yes. uh, and I know of no other sin than the sin of unforgiveness and bitterness yes. that has locked people out of the promises of God. And all the promises of recovery and deliverance and freedom and mm-hmm. the breaking of strongholds are linked to this issue of forgiveness. It is. You know, when Jesus tells yep. us, all you have to do is have faith, and mm. we can we can speak to that mm. mountain, mm. and that mountain has to go mm-hmm. as long as we have faith. But that's not mm-hmm. a favorite scripture of most Christians. No. You don't see it in people's homes. Mm-hmm. You don't see people wearing T-shirts with that scripture mm-hmm. because of the condition that he tags to it. Exactly. But first, when you first, stand praying. praying. 
first forgive anyone you know that has offended you so that your father can forgive your sins too exactly bill so when someone's struggling uh, with unforgiveness what, what do you tell them Bill, I think one of my favorite passages is Ephesians 4.32. Be kind-hearted, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as Christ has forgiven you. And some of the counsel I've given through the years has been this, Bill. You can only forgive based on the measure of the forgiveness you have received. That's right. When you realize how much we have fallen short, each of us individually, then we know that we've been forgiven. Then we have no right not to offer forgiveness to another person. Now, hard as it may be, painful as it may be, people experience betrayal. They, they, they experience being rejected, and there's pain emotionally in many people's hearts today. But when we forgive, we're forgiving by faith as a choice, not because it's a feeling. It's not about a feeling of forgiveness or a feeling of love for that verse. I choose to take that step of faith to forgive and to receive that back from the Lord is to open your heart wide to the healing grace of God. That's the reason uh, James tells us, confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. So That's right. there's a relationship between forgiveness and the prayer of faith, as you said. There is. And all the promises of recovery are linked to the area of obedience that we have to that one single issue. Exactly. And it's amazing. Uh, and even when Jesus taught us the Lord's Prayer, he was mm-hmm. adamant about making that point saying that if you don't forgive men their sins against you, my Father in heaven won't forgive your sins exactly. against you. Exactly. And now exactly. theologically, I'm not smart enough to know what that means. <laughs> but I'm not going to wait till heaven to no, find out no, what that I'm means. Uh, no. But I just know that, I just know this. I've been forgiven of so much. Yes. I yes. remember about 23 years ago, uh, uh, I was part of some intercessory prayer groups and a lady came diagnosed with stage four cancer mm. Get the doctors gave her a death sentence, saying mm-hmm. that she shouldn't have but six months to live, and she mm-hmm. found out about sure. uh, uh, some uh, some of our uh, prayer groups, uh, guys that were praying. And she came into one to one of one of our meetings, and one of the guys there, Jamie Moore, Jamie Moore, yeah. uh, gave her a word of knowledge. She goes, mm. "I am I'm infested with with the, I have I have, I have tumors all throughout mm. my body, and doctors mm. have given up on me." Mm. And wow. and, uh, and and Jamie put his head down and prayed and and, and said that um, you haven't forgiven your your, your grandfather. Mm. Uh, and she got mad at him, yelled at him, and stormed out of the prayer meeting. And uh, about fifteen minutes later, she goes. Uh, she said that she goes. No one on this planet has known what my grandfather has done to me. Wow. Not a single person. Wow. I was going to take this, that secret to my grave of how mm. my grandfather abused me, mm. Mm. sexually abused wow. me, wow. and I've never been able to forgive, forgive him. him. Yeah. And Jamie said, are you ready to forgive him now? She says, I am. Yeah. And she forgave him, and we prayed for her. Two weeks later, or a week later, she came back and saying, I've got no cancer. Wow. That's, the that's doctors, the, I went to my next doctor's appointment and they found no the cancer whatsoever. Amen. Isn't that a testimony? That, to that, the, that's to how God works. Doing? Exactly. That, He's wanting to get us clean and whole that we can be wholly uh, renewed and healed. And so, and you know, it's Lord. not just healing that's riding mm-hmm. on this I- issue of forgiveness, mm-hmm. but it's this thing called peace. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and, and you know, uh, nothing can withstand the peace that God offers. 
exactly. that he showers upon us when we close our accounts with other people by forgiving them from our mm-hmm. heart, doesn't he? Absolutely, Bill. It's just, the, like you said, the peace that passes all understanding, and that will be restored, and he brings contentment to your heart and the joy of knowing that you've forgiven someone is Christ-like in your own heart, and that in itself will give you peace. God is the author of all peace. He's the peace that passes understanding, as we keep saying. But that's what God wants to restore in our life. He wants the best for us, Bill. And when we are offered to him and say, thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness for me, help me, Father, to forgive anyone who's offended me. Bill, it transforms the life, as you've testified today. And I've seen personally in my own life uh, the same thing over and over you just have to, even though you've been rejected or you've even been betrayed, and that can happen to anyone, you take the step by faith, not by feeling, but by faith. You just declare the promise of God. Lord, uh, give me a kind and, and a temperate heart to forgive that person today, and God's peace will come back to you. Yet it's still something that we hold on to. It's hard. And it, it is hard. So we got about one minute left, and mm. uh what would you say to encourage someone that's dealing with this issue? Maybe they've never been able to get over mm. this hump of forgiving someone that maybe has abused them when they were a child or maybe yeah. even something just recent because yeah. we always have grace challenges in our lives, yeah, well, don't we? We do. We have relationship issues that all of us are dealing with every day. And I think I just want to be able to say once again, like the prayer of Jehoshaphat, Lord, I don't know which way to turn, but my yes. eyes are fixed on you. Yes. And I want to ask you today that you're listening here today, turn your eyes on Jesus, release, release this issue in your life of unforgiveness and release it to God today. Put your eyes on him. God will restore you and bring peace into your life. Thank you for tuning in to the Encounter Radio Show. I hope your life has been blessed and made whole by the peace of God. Thank you for tuning in.